0: And I'm still in Ocala, Florida, and I'm still Glenn the Geek. Happy Monday, everybody.
2: Uh, I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Monday, February 12th, episode 3363, brought to you today by Worm Flooring. Good morning, horse people. I have good news and bad news for you on this Monday morning. First, the bad. It's Monday. But the good news is really good. Jamie and Glenn are here to guide you through another week. Filled with horse talk and a whole lot of fun. Welcome to Horses in the Morning.
0: Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us on this Monday morning, and we hope that you're recovering from last night. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, we're back together, and we're going to fill you in on the—I'm going to fill fill Jamie and all of you in on the latest listener cruise and what happened there. We had some exciting stuff. And, uh, Jamie, you're going to get caught up on one of your old horses.
2: Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. So r- the first Mustang I ever got from the the prison was named Thor. And before I moved to Arizona, I I sold him to this to this young girl who had been taking lessons with us because there was just such a deep connection between the two of them. And it broke my heart to take him away. So yeah, you loved were, Thor. He, he was a good uh, boy. God, I love him. And so, um, I mean, I took him up through Novice Eventing, and so I sold him to Charlie, this young lady, and she started taking him to Pony Club stuff. So we're going to get caught up with some exciting news there.
0: And we have other exciting news in the Post Show, and the Auditor Post Show. We had a first on the Horse Lovers Cruise, a proposal, and we're having the Ooh. future bride on in the Post Show. So uh, hang around for that. I think you're going to enjoy it. So Super Bowl last night, I was up later than, uh, way past my bedtime, Jamie. Um, But you couldn't go to bed in last night's Super Bowl. The first half was kind of boring, but the second half and the overtime made up for it. It was was good.
2: So there were plenty of ways. I was at a Super Bowl party. My brother-in-law hosts a Super Bowl party, and he gets all the gambling things done. So I was gambling. So I actually had a financially vested interest in the game last night. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, it was like pick like, I mean, heads or tails. Is Reba's song going to be over a minute and a half or under a minute and a half? Like who's going to have the first touchdown? First oh, stuff. oh, that whole long list. And then they have like this, the, this by squares thing. It was super fun. Um, so I had a vested interest until the end. And like you said, yeah, the first half, I, I, it went into overtime. And I was like, I'm not like, a football expert or person really but i'm like if they would have played this hard i know (laughs) in the beginning it wouldn't have gone in i was like what just happened like it just ramped up like everybody's working really hard now and the new overtime
0: rules are bizarre and kind of weird so i I was trying to keep up with what was exactly going on but first before we get into that we have to talk about something important is every year your dogs make official predictions and can you tell us about that
2: yeah, so last year, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs won, and we had just Homer at the time, and um, so we put, you know, the Chiefs, and I can't remember who it was last year, Eagles, uh, Eagles, yeah, Eagles yeah. and a cookie on each piece, and, and Homer went straight to the Chiefs and picked it, and so he got it right. So this year, we did it again, but we added Winks the puppy, and so we had Winks pick, and then Homer pick, and both of them picked the San Francisco 49ers, so I was like... <laughs> I went, I bet heavy on their predictions, <laughs> and I lost all the money, uh, but it was it's so, it's so fun to do They have about that. the
0: same track record as Puxatoni Phil does. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: you know what? They're 50-50, so that's yeah. good, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you might have lost a little money because of Homer?
2: Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's totally Homer and Winks' fault. I actually came home, <laughs> and I, they, they sat down in front of me, and I was like, listen— You guys are grounded. That's it. (laughs) Straight to bed. Plus, I can't afford your food food anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no food. We're going to take a hit this month, guys.
0: (laughs) That's funny. So let's talk about other things other than football. Uh, Let's talk about, uh, well, the halftime show. Uh, You know, look at me. I am not an usher Anything really because it's not my demographic. So how was the halftime show?
2: Oh my gosh! See, I'm from Atlanta, and Usher's from Atlanta, so it was really, really, like to me, like he's like an older guy, and and then he pulls his shirt off, and you're yeah. like, he's it not still that looks old. Pretty
0: good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like man, that's awesome. Like he's 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 in kind of an Atlanta icon and staple, and and it was fun to see him there. But then when Alicia Keys came out and saying, I was like, oh. And then I'm sorry. And then Ludacris came out, and I was like, it's all. Ludus here, like, and Ludus and Atlanta boy too. So it was really, really fun. I loved the show. I mean, and the dude is like roller skating and stuff like, come on. So there was the Atlanta connection for the halftime show, which I I loved. I don't know a ton of his music. But I mean, if you don't know the song, yeah, then you've been living on an island. I don't know. Um, And so when he did that, and then but now I'm in Oklahoma. And I mean, there's no more of a darling in Oklahoma than Reba McIntyre. Oh, so- yes. Who she, looks
0: fantastic for 68, oh by the way. God,
2: it's amazing. <laughs> I look up
0: her age, and apparently half the world looked up her age, because I always thought she was like 75.
2: Uh, you, you like yeah. type in how, and yes. they're like, how
0: old is Reba McIntyre? <laughs> no, everybody looked up their age. Apparently, it was the most searched for thing in Google last night.
2: What I learned <laughs> by reading this morning was, was Reba actually was discovered while singing a national anthem at a rodeo here in Oklahoma.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
2: And if this is true, I mean, you know, it's on the internet, but apparently the belt buckle she wore last night, they had a picture side by side and she was wearing the belt buckle when she was discovered. And it was like her dad's belt buckle that he won at a rodeo. So I'm like... Are you kidding me? This is like too amazing. So I don't know if that's true, but I want to believe it in my heart, and so i have been gonna go with it. But I did see the picture of her young and old wearing the same belt buckle. Oh my god! It just tugged at my heartstrings, and and so I I thought the whole thing. I did see something really funny. And it was, uh, I loved watching Taylor Swift's boyfriend at the Usher concert last night. That was really fun. I,
0: there were a lot of those <laughs> memes. <laughs> a lot of the, you know, it's funny. Every All these diehard football fans busting on Taylor. It's not her fault that the TV is showing her all the time. I, I know, right? She would right? probably prefer that they didn't. <laughs> so,
2: I saw, like, there's a video of her walking out She doesn't need publicity. Of, <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw a video of her walking out of the game, and, and one game before, and they were like, You're ruining football, Taylor! She's like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm just here. <laughs> I don't get why people are so angry with her. Well, like her,
0: her boyfriend's probably gonna get fined for, for manhandling the coach at the beginning of the game. There,
2: yeah, yeah, it was definitely some heated moments. Again, I didn't see all of it. I was at a party, but I did see some of the commercials, and I did you know what? Here's how you know when there's a good commercial: is when there's a party of like 40 people and Everybody gets quiet during one.
0: Well, my guess is that didn't happen too often. during
2: One night. time. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> one time. The whole room got quiet. And it was, do you want to take a guess?
0: The Tom Brady commercial. It was. The, I don't the, even remember what it was for, but Duncan I know it was Tom Brady Donuts. when Jayla was in it. <laughs>
2: Jennifer Lopez, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Tom Brady. That by far was the my favorite commercial. I actually like Even re-watching it this morning, I laughed out loud at Matt Damon's line. So that was definitely my favorite. Um, That was the one that got everybody quiet. So that's how
0: I gauge it. Oh, it wasn't the uh, Chinese company that sells crap goods uh, commercials that ran about 25 times.
2: (laughs) uh, I did on, on Friday. I... I did a whole thing on what these things cost, um, and how much Velveeta was being consumed and which, by the way, somebody brought Velveeta cheese dip and it's still disgusting just so anybody (laughs) knows. Um, but there was like seven and a half million pounds of Velveeta served yesterday. It was stupid, but the, uh, commercials cost seven and a half million dollars. So one company times
0: five or six. Spent yeah, a fortune.
2: <laughs> and people are saying it was the worst ad in it the whole Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it, it just looked like they spent twenty nine dollars making it.
2: Well, and nobody buy from there, you guys. It's no. terrible. This it it's garbage. Okay, and it definitely
0: is owned by the Chinese. So do not. Yeah, uh, we uh, just our opinion. But. <laughs> Chad just I have heard, had people that have had terrible experiences with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to stick with Amazon myself to hang out there. But all right, there you go. The, and then the Budweiser commercial. It seems like they played an the half abbreviated version of it. I only yeah. saw it once. The, the The main version's like a minute. I think they only played the 32nd version because it was like over. <laughs> was like, yeah. Anyway, I'm glad to see the horses back and the doggy back.
2: I came out of the bathroom and Chad's like, you missed the horse commercial. I'm like, I saw that online yeah. <laughs> already. About
0: two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's do some daily whinnies now that we've covered the Super Bowl thoroughly here.
2: I mean, it, that's breakdown for you right on there, our, people.
0: Our sports show right here. <laughs> Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. Only one birthday today, and that's Justine, host of Heels Down Happy Hour. Happy birthday to Justine. We hope you have a terrific day.
2: My Daily buddy goes out to our auditor family. I've been asking a lot of questions recently. And one of the questions I asked was to help me with the mud. Outside of my barn, when it rains, it just pools and it's just disgusting and gross. And I've had so many great suggestions. Uh, Patty was saying screenings and sent me videos of hers. And, and then um, a bunch of people said these Han plastic mud control grids.
0: Yeah, we did. And- we did ads for them for a while.
2: Oh well, we should do it again because I I bought it. <laughs> Did you? I bought them, and you made pout. Chad
0: dig it all up and put them in.
2: Well, these you don't really have to dig up. Oh. We kind of just took the tractor and just scraped across it, and I set them up. And then it has rained for two days now and snowed, so uh, I used them this morning, and I was very grateful. And what I realized is I need even more. So,
0: <laughs> so you put them at the doorways, the gates.
2: I put them like they're like little squares, and they just kind of like link together. You don't have to snap them together or anything. And so I put them outside the barn doors. Like when the horses walk out, they have Dutch doors. When they walk out the Dutch doors, it's like, you know, squishing. And so I put four there. So it's like a little doormat. And um, all of them are totally cool with it, except for my wussy Andalusian Miles, who tries <laughs> to jump over it every time. <laughs>
0: Oh my it God. sounds to me like you need about a hundred more. <laughs>
2: yeah. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it bigger of a space so he can't jump over it and he's right, going to yeah. have to face his fears. he just never leaves the
0: barn
2: again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I live here. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So anyway, thanks, everybody, for answering all my questions and giving me the suggestion. These things are heavy duty and they're, they're pretty cool. So time will tell. But so far, so good. This morning, I was a lot less muddy when I came to the house.
0: Does your trailer or barn bake under the summer heat? Are leaks turning your interior into a monsoon zone? Well, hold your horses or park your trailer. Say goodbye to scorching surfaces and leaky ceilings with Seal and Chill roof coatings. This revolutionary silicone based coating creates a barrier against heat and the wet. First, it seals your roof tighter than a drum, stopping leaks before they start. Second, it reflects back nearly 90% of the nasty UV rays, keeping your trailer or barn, keeping your Trailer or barn, up to 60 degrees cooler on a blistering day. Save on air conditioning costs, extend the life of your roof, and say sorry to soggy interiors. Seal and Chill works like magic on trailers, RVs, barns, buildings, you name it. You know, with RVs, there's always roof leaks. This is a wonderful thing. Really? Oh, yeah, all the time. That's the biggest problem, and then it gets mold all over the inside of your trailer. <laughs> so, ditch the duct tape and buckets. Invest in a long-lasting peace of mind with Seal and Chill. It's applied by pros for a flawless finish and is only $7.50 per square foot. That's a steal for cooler, drier, and happier trailer or barn, which means happier horses and people. And it's done by our friends over at Worm Flooring. Yes, now they can do your floor and your roof. Head on over to WormFlooring.com to find a dealer near you or give Worm Flooring Systems a call at 800-350-7564. Ask about Seal and Chill. So uh I wanted to just uh do a little update here uh on last Wednesday's show. We had a little bit of an issue with that sound file the the Monty recording but it is fine now. Jennifer is putting that episode out today so you'll get bonus two episodes today. One of them is the the one Jamie did last Wednesday. Listen.
2: It's basically Glenn went on vacation and just left everything to me yeah, no, and it all <laughs> fell apart. And um, I, so uh, I'd also like to apologize for the audio on Friday. It was a great show, but it sounded terrible. And um, that I can't do anything never about leaving,
0: leaving J- Jamie alone again. We're
2: yeah,
1: because yeah. it
0: was all my <laughs> fault.
2: All of it. Every bit of it. I'll own it. Sure. Um, that was sarcasm, people. Uh, so, yeah. So, um Sorry about that, and sorry about Wednesday. Wednesday's out, and Friday... Um
0: you know, we've done 3,300 of these things, and not too many have been screwed up, so...
2: Yeah, yeah, but they were all screwed up when you were gone on vacation, and I was broadcasting from Never again will chair. I go away.
0: That's the anyway, we did <laughs> go away on the cruise. We had about uh, 40 listeners, all had a fantastic time. Uh, everybody had a great time. They were all saying, when's the next one? And about half of them were people that had been... Uh, on cruises before. Some of them have been to Monty's. You've met some of them. Uh, So they had been to Monty's. Gwen was there from last year, and uh, a couple of the others that you have met out, out at Monty's. So oh, she's so fun too. Yeah, she was a lot of fun, and everybody had a great time. They all got dressed up. I mean, for dinner on Fancy Night, they got dressed up really. Fa- it's so weird to see horses. You people did too. Up. I saw you in a suit. Uh, I had a tan suit. I was kind of rocking the uh, Don Johnson Miami look. Uh, you were you were shopping shirt. at Goodwill
2: before their <laughs> trip.
0: <laughs> pink uh, tie, pink, uh, pink shirt. But I didn't look as good as some of the others. Uh, they were all decked out. So it was good to see horse people, like, with clean hair, their hair down out of a ponytail and with nice clothes on.
2: I'm sorry. I, I misheard all of that. That doesn't <laughs> seem possible. No. And,
0: and everybody was comparing how much weight they gained after. And it, the average I could tell was about seven pounds. So uh, a lot of weight gain. I was shocked at the number of our group that went to the gym every morning and worked out. Which it's an enormous gym on this ship. But uh, I was shocked. They went to Zumba class, they were doing abs workouts, dedication of these horse people.
2: So let me give that you found out about this. You weren't there
0: and ran into everybody.
2: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So so now one video that you posted was my worst nightmare, which is there was like
0: a Uh, a storm. Well, yeah, we had about three days of not perfect weather, and the one day the winds were blowing about 40 miles an hour. Uh, and on this ship, because it's so big, uh, you didn't notice it as much. If we had been on one of the smaller ships, it'd have been much worse. But nobody got sick. Uh, you know, you rocked around a little, and you you uh, had to maybe hold on to the wall occasionally. But uh, it, this ship just kind of, you know, you didn't notice it as much. You could spend all your time inside in this ship and never see the outside.
2: Yeah, but I was watching. You were filming the pool, and it was like looked like a wave
0: pool. I know. And I it really was on. To get in, a, but they had it closed. <laughs> That looks fun. fun. You know what? Everybody's using now. They have these little patches you put behind your ear that are much better than the old patches you had on your head. Uh, And apparently people didn't get sick. We didn't see a whole lot of sick people. Not like the last cruise we did with the group. So it was better. Yeah, we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Um, I've seen uh, Nassau as many times as I want to see Nassau now. Jamaica as many times as I want to see Jamaica now. We need to find some new place to go because I'm kind of tired of those two islands. But uh, it was beautiful. That
2: is the most appropriate <laughs> equestrian first world problem I've ever heard. I'm so tired of the Bahamas and yeah, Jamaica. Yeah,
0: kind of tired of the Bahamas. I need to go somewhere else now. There, there you go. There's my first world problem of the day. Let's talk about Cosequin and then get to your guests. I'm
2: so excited to talk to them. Well... Uh, Cosaquin ASU joint and hoof pellets contain quality ingredients to support joint and hoof health and leave out the fillers, molasses, and alfalfa, all while delivering the taste horses love. The colors of their ingredients shine through for a difference. You can see, visit CosaquinEquine.com. I am so excited to welcome to the show Jill and Charlie Warner, and Charlie was the sweet angel, tiny little thing, who got to purchase Thor back in, what, 2018, I think, and so uh, she's not so tiny anymore, um, probably still as sweet, though, right? Right, Jill?
3: <laughs> most of the time. I know. But she is taller than me now, so she... Um, she fits Thor a little bit better than she did back when she was 10. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, th- just a little backstory, my husband and your husband are, were fighter pilots together in the same squadron. So that is how Jill and I met. And then she had this sweet little baby, Charlie. And so Charlie started taking riding lessons with me and was part of the farm. And, fast forward all these years, I mean, so much happened to us when we were living in Arizona, but basically Charlie fell in love with Thor. And I just, even though I love Thor, I couldn't, I couldn't take him away from her. So on Charlie's birthday, we would want, Jill, Jill, why don't you tell what we did for Charlie on her birthday? What you did? Yeah, sure.
3: So actually, um, I guess the other piece of it It wasn't only her birthday, but you were leaving Arizona and moving to Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And we had expected you to take Thor with you. And so she thought Thor was leaving about four days after her birthday. And she had no idea that he uh, he was staying with her. So we had, with the help of some of the other girls that boarded at your barn, a scavenger hunt set up around the West Valley, which started at our house and it gave her a clue that then led to Um, the little local bakery where they had made a cupcake uh, cake that looked like Thor. And there was a clue inside the box that led to my parents' house and then on and on to a couple other farms. And finally um, ended in your backyard where Thor had a gigantic birthday (laughs) bow around his neck. And um, a lot of our barn friends and family and everyone were waiting there to, uh, you know, see her get Thor for her 10th birthday. So, um that's kind of how it played out. She really just adored Thor and was just heartbroken that you guys were moving cuz she was going to miss you and um, Chad and Lucas and then the horse. <laughs> oh my goodness. So it was, um, yeah, it was quite an event. As a matter of fact, it pops up on Facebook every year and I re it and so we get, you know, lots of tears.
2: <laughs> I know it was no. probably one of the coolest equine things I've been a part of. Um, so Charlie, why don't you talk a little bit about your, your life with Thor now and, and, and we'll save the best part for the end. Um, but start with kind of mm-hmm. some of the things you've been through with him.
1: Okay. So honestly, it's, it's been a little bit of chaos in a good way with us for, in the beginning, it was definitely, he was teaching me and we were learning the ropes and he was the one keeping me safe. And I think definitely as I started to get to know more and I progressed more as a rider, it kind of changed a little bit. And once he figured out that I could kind of take care of myself up there, he was like, all right, let's go have some fun. You know what I mean? And so Uh it's definitely, it's been, it's been a big kind of journey with him and and kind of teaching him and him teaching me and just like it's a very almost like symbiotic relationship we've got in a way because we help out each other with so many different things but honestly it's it's more than I could ever ask for because I don't know a lot of people that have the same kind of bond with their horse that I do and I think that's really what helps me to be able to be the kind of equestrian I am because I have such a great foundation with him that it just helps me rub that off with other horses as
2: well. Oh, I love that. Well, but one of the things I remember the most was you know, Thor is a, he's a big boy, like he's a 16 hand giant tank of a Mustang and I remember when you were 10 years old, your mom called me and said that you went to your first Pony Club rally and every all the Pony Club <laughs> people were like no, 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 she can't come in here with a Mustang that big and what happened?
1: Well <laughs> I did yeah I think I think that's a very good description of what happened we just said well too bad we're gonna do this anyways and honestly Thorne I've we've kind of built up a bit of a reputation over here he's a little bit famous in his own way because I was this I mean just as you said I was this tiny little kid on this giant Mustang heck I probably only went halfway up his shoulder Yeah. And And, I remember
2: your mom called and said he was the best one at the whole rally. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. He was the best one at the whole rally. He's just, yeah, we've kind of built up a little bit of a reputation for ourselves in that way, because everybody knows Charlie M. Warner and Thor the Mustang, that gigantic Mustang that just always does so well. (laughs) So one of the things I did with with all the
2: Mustangs that I had or the two that I competed, Thor and Zeus, is I made their show name. Thor the Mustang and Zeus the Mustang. So it would bring awareness to the fact that these horses are out here doing this and they're Mustangs. So you kept that name?
1: I did. Yeah. Honestly, I really liked it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, it is. Go ahead. Sorry. (laughs) And we also kind of kept with that theme with our other two horses, Beauregard and Patriot. So when they get registered and we start doing shows and stuff with them, they're also going to be Beauregard the Mustang and Patriot the Mustang. And I think it especially helps out with Thor because he's just such a big horse that like, and I mean, his brand is like, you know, not super visible or anything. So Mm -hmm. if you didn't know he was a Mustang, you wouldn't, you know? So it's kind of like, that's a nice way because when we go into the arena at the Tucson Spring Horse Trials, the announcer goes, okay, this is Thor the Mustang. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> so it
1: like, it adds a little bit of flirt because everybody automatically knows that that horse is a Mustang and it's still competing at the level of some very nice horses. So
2: I love it. I love it. So you guys have progressed through the levels of Pony Club and I would like to make you to make the announcement of what is coming up for you in the near future.
1: Well, so at this past uh, show jumping rally, which was in February, early February, um, we qualified to go to the Pony Club Championships this year at the Kentucky Horse Park in July.
2: Woo! Oh, my God. Gosh, Thor the Mustang and Charlie Warren are going to be the Pony Club Nationals. This is like the coolest (laughs) thing ever. I'm so excited. I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, Africa, do you want to tell the story? Because this is just awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, and the other part about it, too, is we have two more, uh, like, events coming up. So we're going to the Tucson Spring Horse Trials. And then we're also going to a dressage rally. So we are planning to qualify for show jumping, dressage, and three-day eventing. And we're planning to go for eventing, but like we just want to qualify for all three of them to kind of get that out of the way there. So we've got those options open. But yeah, it's really exciting because this is this is like the first step on being able to do some really cool stuff on this horse. So yeah, nice. I'm I'm super excited.
2: I'm so excited for you and, 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 you know, Thor, when he came to me, I I got him at the Northern Nevada Correctional Center, which you guys have now since then I, Mustangs are potato chips. Y'all went back and bought two more from that place as well, Mm -hmm. lower garden Patriot. But the the cool thing about it is like his name was freight train when I Mm -hmm. got him and it was applicable. I didn't know because you're just buying on an auction and he was a total runaway. I mean, he was a runaway. And if it weren't for the ability to drive him to Monty Roberts and 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 spend a couple of weeks with Monty, we'd I just really struggled with this problem. And they, I mean, you couldn't get on him. He would bolt when you get on him. And when you do get on him, he's going to bolt anyway. And he, thanks to Monty, he, with his patience, just helped me transform him into the horse that you fell in love with. And now you've taken him and just like, completely run up the ladder I just I'm so impressed and excited and proud of you girl that's awesome
1: well thank you
2: I mean so so put your mama back on the phone because I want to get her perspective on this and uh then I believe you have to get to school
3: (laughs) (laughs) she's late for school already so
2: she's enjoying (laughs) that's awesome so how first of all can Thank you so much and congratulations for being such an awesome mom. Like you're letting your daughter (laughs) live her dreams. I mean, you guys were living, you know, you're a a fighter pilot and and a real estate agent and you're living like now on a farm you've provided for your whole family. (laughs) You bought three Mustangs. Your daughter's going to Pony Club Nationals. What, What could you have imagined horses transforming your life like this? Well,
3: yes and no. So actually the first time Matt and I wanted to buy a horse, we were at the horse auctions in Clovis, New Mexico, and we both kind of grew up with horses and it was probably 2001. And we realized that, um, with a long military career in front of him, there was no way that we were going to be able to make it work. And so we just kind of, you know, walked away from that. We both had just ridden very casually like backyard ponies that our parents had. My parents didn't settle down until I was um, almost uh, senior in college, and that's when they bought their first horses um, that they had on their own. So, you know, we had a little bit of experience, but um, we it, certainly Thor the Mustang changed our <laughs> lives in a, in a wonderful and very expensive way. As a matter of fact, Charlie decided <laughs> to say things like... My mom just bought a bigger horse trailer so we can go to Kentucky. <laughs> Don't <laughs> fail. Don't <laughs> fail. <laughs> but, um, you know, we uh, we had him boarded at a wonderful facility near us. And then we wanted Charlie to start being able to go on trail rides, but we didn't have a second horse. And so we're like, well, we better buy a second horse so one of us could go with her. And then only one of us could go. So then it was, well, We I guess we need a third horse. So that, <laughs> uh, we can both go with her. And at that point, it just made sense to move um, move on to our own farm. So we actually live not too far from your old house um, in Waddell. And, yeah, what a huge change. But it's been so wonderful to have. Um, it's just been wonderful. So, you know, we kind of transitioned out of the military, and we always had this close network there. And that has just been replaced with our horse family, the pony club, uh, people, our other neighbors that have horses, um, you know, the, the trainers that we know around here and the other people that we've done little, you know, horse adventures with. And so it's really been great. It made that transition of Matt's retirement and into the airlines, like we found a whole new family and it's a whole bunch of people that have horses. So it's been a lot of fun. And I think that you saw, um, when Hank graduated from high school last May, he actually was featured in the graduation video, riding Thor down our street. And, uh, you know, Thor definitely is a bit of a local celebrity (laughs) He's been in, in high school graduation videos and, you know, uh, all, all kinds of crazy stuff. So he is really just, um, yeah, he, it was a life changing moment and we, we knew it was coming. We could feel it coming. You know, we, um, sent Charlie for lessons and thought when she really had to groom a horse and clean up manure and all kinds of things like that, the uh, charm would go away and it didn't. So we knew we were in trouble at that
2: point. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But you know what? Like as a mom, you've been nothing but supportive and awesome. And by the way, for those who uh, Glenn, do you know that Jill actually is also a beekeeper and provide? I'm out of honey, by the way. Like all these years of honey I bought from you, I need some more.
0: <laughs> we got to get you on a separate time just to talk about beekeeping because that's and oh, a oh lot of God. our listeners have have asked or uh, have showed interest in having their own hives. So
3: yeah, bees are incredible, but that's like a three-hour show. No, we so. need to we need to do that separately. <laughs> but you got to get your yeah. kid
0: to school, so we got to.
2: Yeah. Well, I I am so excited and so proud, and I'm gonna do my best to try to because t- Lucas and Charlie like Lucas loves Charlie so I, I think what what I'm going to try to do my best is to tr- try to get there and cheer you guys on and and I oh, know that, that we're going to awesome. have a, a bunch of listeners that are going to be there as well so he'll continue to maintain his celebrity as he goes to Pony Club I'm so excited and proud of you guys and congratulations
3: well thank you so much and you know I just have to say thank you for noticing with Thor, the bonds that he and Charlie had. It is really, when you see them in person, it is really just something else. And we've been around a lot of horses throughout the years. And, you know, our parents have, I think my mother-in-law still has five at her farm. And uh, this is something I've very rarely seen. Like, they will go do, um, they'll be in show jumps, they'll finish their jumps in the arena, and she immediately drops the reins. And one of the other kids a few weeks ago said, oh my gosh, she dropped her reins. And, the response from another adult was, they always do that because he's fine with her. And oh. she goes over the last jump, drops the reins, and they just kind of peter out of the show jump arena. She hops off of him, and he walks next to her. And as much as it drives me crazy, she doesn't always hold on to the reins. <laughs> when she hops off. And he will walk next to her, and he stands next to us in our chairs and eats our snacks, and definitely not the um, the wild Mustang creature that a you dog? picked up. <laughs> to- you know, he may be. <laughs> he certainly acts more like a Labrador Retriever these days.
2: <laughs> well, it's hard to notice uh, to not notice the bond that they had. It's just side note: when I was getting packed up to move, I mean, I mean, I'm I'm taking my horse, like. He's my horse, and so we're gonna move to Arizona. And I was looking through like a bunch of Lucas's stuff, and I found this drawing, and it looked just like. Do you remember? Just like Thor, and it had his name at the bottom, and their hearts drawn all around him. And I was like, Lucas, what is this? And he's like, Oh, Charlie did that. And I was like, Oh my god, I can't take (laughs) this horse from this girl. Like what? Like this is gutting like you can't take this horse from this sweet baby like oh my god she loves him as much as i do and uh, you know what i'm old she's young she needs to have him and so we <laughs> you and i talked about it and and it was just like i think you said to me but also jogged my memory is you were like hey when you leave we're gonna need to find a horse so just let us and i was like wait you guys want a horse you actually want one yes we want one Oh, and then I found the drawing, and I was like, I got punched in the face. Like, you idiot. Oh. Obviously, give this baby <laughs> this horse.
3: <laughs> and uh, Well, it, it couldn't have worked out better for Charlie, and I think for Thor, too. He's got his girl. You yeah. know, I occasionally ride him, and he's annoyed by it. He really loves it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, we have said in the past that Mustangs tend to be a one-person horse, and apparently Thor found his person.
3: Yep. Yes, he did. And he will tolerate the rest of us, particularly if we give him treats, but he adores her. So, you know, I'm not an inventor. I am uh, getting a little older and have no intention of jumping over anything. But I know if I needed to, he'd be like, nah, whatever. But with Charlie, <laughs> he's 100% in. So, so great.
2: So great. No. Well, thank you guys for coming in. Charlie, get to school for crying out loud. And uh, Jill, love you, mean it. And uh, I'm, I'm so, so proud of you guys.
3: Well, thank you so much. We hope to see you in Kentucky. I'll see you there.
0: Your horse has unique feed needs, and Purina has you covered. From breeding and growing to senior horses, from performance horses to easy keepers, and everything in between. Purina has an extensive portfolio of research-backed options for your horse. There's no shortcut for quality nutrition. Cheaper isn't cheaper if it doesn't work. Put Purina's research to the test. Find Optimal Nutrition at any level at your local Purina retailer or visit Purinamills.com to learn more. Jamie, do you remember, was it last year that the listeners got together and they decided Scooter needed his own alcoholic beverage, his own drink?
2: I think I remember that, and, yeah. And, they,
0: and um, they 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 came up with this concoction that has a lot of alcohol and about four different kinds, and uh, also has something called kinky, and they named it Scooter's Kinky Pony. Well, I had never had a scooter's kinky pony until Obi, one of our auditors that was on the cruise, flew in from California with bottles of Scooter's kinky pony. And by the way, she took the kinky bottle, which is the which is the one alcohol in it, uh, and she wrote Scooter's pony underneath. So I have a bottle that says Scooter's kinky pony. <laughs> How'd she sneak those on the cruise? I, I, she didn't on the cruise. We had them the night before we left on the oh. cruise at the pizza party. And she had all these bottles she had snuck onto the airplane, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it was, I tried, I got to tell you. I had a hangover the next morning. This stuff was wicked. Scooter's wicked. Uh, His Kinky Pony drink was really, really strong. And it has, like, moonshine in it and a couple of different other alcohols. But it was really good, too. So, eventually, by the end of this pizza party, I was drinking it out of the bottle. And I regretted that the next day.
2: Oh, it always (laughs) seems like a good idea at the time. It
0: tasted tasted like a fruity drink. And, yeah. Yeah. With a kick. You love those. So that I got the bottle heaven. as a souvenir. She gave it to me, and I'm going to keep this forever. And thank you so much to Obi for doing that and risking your your TSA credentials to get them all through. But uh, it was a lot of fun to finally have the drink. I had never made it for myself because literally it would cost you $100 to buy the, all the uh, alcohol that was in this drink. Uh, but she mixed <laughs> them up ahead of time and brought them along. It was, it was wonderful. So everybody else got to try Scooter's Kinky Pony as well. But now it's time for some equestrian first world problems
2: it's time for the weekly look at your equestrian first world problems
0: this ought to be good
2: well these are sad tales of woe that are submitted by our auditors on sunday i put up a post uh on the facebook page asking people to, to, you know, share. And it's cathartic for most to share these terrible things that they are going through with horses. And uh, so if you want to participate in this, you have to become an auditor. How do they do that, Glenn?
0: Just go to horsesinthemorning.com and click on the auditor banner for as little as $3 a month. You too can play along.
2: And support all of us here at the network. So um, we're going to start with Andrews. Uh, he said he applied to ride in a clinic at Equina Fair. But now I have to wait to see if I get accepted. Well, if you get accepted, Andrew, let us know immediately because that's awesome. I can't wait to hear what clinic you're getting in. Um, Here's Obi, aforementioned Obi. She said, I had a fantastic first time horse lovers cruise and I met so many wonderful people. And now I have to come back and play in the cold mud and get my horse back on his training schedule. Oh my!
0: God. You probably have forty of those comments.
2: <laughs> I, you know what? That's the only one. Uh, all of you that put mud, let me say we all feel you. I mean, I t- I gave a daily one to mud grids. Yeah, right. So like, we all get it. So that's the last one. I that one slipped in there. Uh, Charlotte says, "I mean, we, we love Charlotte." She said, "I'm horse, I'm horse shopping with champagne tastes." And Bud Light Pockets.
0: <laughs>
2: I've never heard Bud Light Pockets. No, I know. That's a good I one. That. I like
0: that. I, Charlotte would come up with that one.
2: Uh, Chantel says, I went to two tack shops yesterday and both carried manure forks, for which I was mysteriously drawn to, but I didn't buy them. Uh, and then I went home and uh, my fork broke. And now I don't have one because I didn't buy one at the store. <laughs> <laughs> you, listen to that inner female instinct, Okay. Um. let's see. Kaylin says, with this amazing weather, I trotted my coming three-year-old for the first time, and she was perfect. But now it's going to be cold again, and I have to choose life. (laughs) (laughs) I've had to choose life as well. That's a T-shirt right
0: there. I had to choose life.
2: mm -hmm. I I choose life. I choose life. Um, Yeah, yeah. Another sad cruise tale is Gwen said she had a friend feed her horse. Uh, Here we go. I had a friend feed my horse while I was on the cruise. And so I went to feed my horse today and he didn't want to hang out with me. And now I think he likes my friend more than me.
0: Yeah, I I feel you there. Scooter wasn't really interested in me either. So (laughs) it's like,
2: yeah, who are you? I
0: got fed by the other lady. I'm
2: good. Um, Tracy says my horse is too versatile because I want to go on a trail ride with a friend, but the only time she has, I have a barrel race competition that day. (laughs) Oh, so sorry. You have too many things to do. Uh, Kaylee says, I just bought a pony that's broke to drive and she comes March, March 1st. And, um, I need to buy all new pony gear, but I can't buy everything I want because I spent too much money on the pony. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. uh, Oh, this one. This one's terrible. Poor Melanie. I can't go see my two-year-old horse this weekend because I'm taking my 12-year-old horse to Aiken for vacation. (laughs) Tanya says, my horse is absolutely thriving on hay, alfalfa, and one supplement. But How boring is that? I miss my three foot long smart pack strips.
0: <laughs> She's not joking. Smart pack, oh my god, some of those people get like 20 bins. That's my crazy. last
2: border, my last border, I was like, I would have to pull and then move it up and pull and move it up. It was like, it was like two and a half feet long. I was like, what is this?
0: I know it's crazy. <laughs> and that's daily. Just,
2: yeah, <laughs> every day. I yeah. was like, this is so much plastic waste. Um, So, Jennifer says, I needed some retail therapy. So I went to Dover and I bought a bunch of really nice new saddle pads for my close contact saddle. And how many have I ridden in? None. Because I can't decide which one to get dirty first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a problem with clothing and saddle pads. You don't want to wear them or use them.
2: That's true. Mary says, oh, poor Mary. She lives in Wyoming. She said, I missed the only winter fun event, ski-joring practice. Ski-joring? I say that right? Yeah. Ski-joring practice.
0: Ski-joring is huge now. It's everywhere.
2: It's everywhere. Well, she missed it because there was a moose with twins in her paddock. She says, <laughs> okay, I realize moose in the paddock is probably a real problem, but the first real problem is I couldn't go have fun because of it. Dude, I mean... That moose will murder you, right? Yeah, like, moose,
0: mooses are dangerous.
2: Having a bear. Um, this one sucks. By the Alex way, says, can we
0: talk about the moose having twins, they're not uh, small. okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Poor Boy, girl. God. Oh, my vagina hurts. <laughs> um, Alex said, I had the saddle fitter out because my horse's body has changed so much for the better, but now neither saddle fits, and now I'm shopping for not one but two new saddles.
0: Mm, That's no more gaining weight back for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nope. Uh two more. Jillian says the weather has been beautiful for the last couple of days and we've been able to hit the trails for days in a row. But I'm now sore. <laughs> And Carrie, oh, God, poor Carrie. She said, I was only supposed to do 15 one Tempe changes in my Grand Prix test today, but my mare was on a roll and threw in two extra flying changes. So instead of the judge being impressed by my brilliant writing, she was critical of my ability to count to 15.
0: <laughs> That's hard to do with uh, your writing. <laughs>
2: She described some of the tests after that. I was like, I'm out. "Uh, Nope. No, I'm good. I'm going to figure that stuff out. So anyway, thank you, everybody, for sharing your problems. Sorry, it's abbreviated, but Glenn made me. Yeah, I
0: made her. Hey, I got to tell you about one other uh, person that was on the cruise because you have a direct direct relationship to her. Uh Uh-oh. Uh, how about Joey's mom was on the cruise. Another one of ah. your horses. Corinne was on the cruise and Corinne loves. Uh, talk about talk about connections you've made over the years by horses that you've given up that you wanted to keep but saw a better life for them or a life with a person that would really spoil them to death. And Joey's one of those. Corinne has, you know, when you, Joey's thoroughbred, right? Yes. And so when she got Joey, she had all kinds of health issues. She, she had a tough year or two, but now she's doing fantastic. They're jumping big. They're also eventers. So I can tell you that Corinne was sitting there. This is how dedicated she is. And she's probably 12, 13. She was sitting there, uh, doing, talking to one of the other people on the cruise who was a dressage person and they were going over the dressage tests and she was writing them out and everything. So you, can, be, you can feel very proud of that one too.
2: Oh my gosh. And again, that is like, it's its almost like I see, I foresee something like that with Taco Tuesday. Uh, g- g- that's kind of what I foresee with I him. We were and going that's to the-
0: Rolex with that horse. And or Rolex. We we're going to, what is it now? Defender? We we're Defender. going to Defender with that horse. And I was going to watch you there.
2: Oh, well, maybe, uh, unless I find him a young girl to <laughs> yeah, love him
0: right, first. Exactly.
2: But yeah, Joey was one of the ones that I, I got him from the sheriff's department. He was one of the starvation cases and That's he was right. confiscated, That's just right. like Jet, my old event horse. Uh, Joey was also one of the ones that came from the sheriff's department. And I mean, years of tra- I mean, he had, wasn't even started when I got him at four. And uh, he had quite the tragic backstory and. I mean, I see that this is these are the things that make your heart full as a horse person slash animal lover slash horse trainer. All the things is that I see this Mustang that was gathered as a four year old stallion who's now taking around a, you know, at the point where he was started a 10 year old girl who's learning how to ride and teaching her all the things. And now, Joey, this. Mess of a thoroughbred who's transformed into this lifelong partner for this girl. It just it just makes my heart so full. And this is probably one of the more fulfilling shows I've done in a while. Just <laughs> hearing these stories, and I, you guys, I've had probably like the t- last week was probably the toughest week ever. Uh, in my life, and uh, so to have such a fulfilling, happy Monday show is ju- ju- exactly well, what I, can I tell you
0: Corinne glows when she talks about Joey, so oh, um, and she doesn't stop so talking about Joey.
2: So well, she's a horse girl. Like we talk about horses, that's
0: <laughs> so what we yes, do. it was a lot of fun to see her and to hear all about Joey's antics. Uh, and he's doing great. He's healthy now and and jumping jumps. So it's, yeah,
2: th- I know he he had a. Cut ten, like he yeah, cut he himself. Rough, he
0: had a rough well, time for about a year. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and that's the thing is, like they didn't give up on him. They oh. nursed him back oh. to health, and she worked so hard. Her and
0: stubborn, she's not one that's gonna give up. <laughs> so, no. yeah. So good I love for it. Her. Tomorrow we have the endurance show, and then later on in the week, Equine Affair. But otherwise, uh, Jamie and I, uh, God willing, will be here with you on Wednesday and Friday. So we look forward to chatting with you then. Auditors, hang on. We have a very special guest in the auditor show. Something that's never happened before.
1: Time for the Auditor Post Show.
0: We want to remind you that this is not always safe for work or the kiddos. Thanks for hanging around for our nonsense. All right, Auditors. Something happened on this cruise that's not happened on all five cruises that we've done before. And it was very exciting. And we are going to get the recipient of this exciting thing on right now with us. This is Ob. Uh, her, her, her name is Kelly. She goes by Obi on Facebook. So you all know her in the, in the Facebook group as Obi and you met her at the movement.
3: Yes. Good morning, Glenn.
0: Hey, Kelly, how are you?
3: Good. How are you
0: guys? All right. I think I know how you are, actually. So... Hey, Kelly!
3: <laughs> oh my god, this is so exciting! So <laughs> it's really exciting. Well,
0: don't give away the the the, the big news yet. So you okay. um, you came on this cruise. Did you have any idea what was going to happen at the end of the cruise?
3: Oh, gosh, no, not at all, like, not even an inkling whatsoever. Wow.
0: Oh, wow. I was wondering, because, uh, Jamie, I spent a good deal of time with the the, the person-to-be, and— Well, hold
2: on. So she—so w- you went on the cruise with your boyfriend? Yes, yeah, uh- so—
3: he is obviously not a horse person, and I had to be like, "Hey, you want to go on a cruise, which we've never done before, never thought of, and then with a whole bunch of horse people, which he's not into <laughs> at all or anything." And he was kind of like, "Uh, I guess so."
2: Okay. <laughs> so, how long had you guys been dating?
3: Uh, we were well. We've been
0: together for seven years. And what's okay. his first name for everybody? Aaron. Aaron. So I got to spend a lot of time with Aaron on this cruise and what a super nice guy. We had a great time. He was a, we had a horse husbands get together and we spent all night talking about uh, all kinds of weird stuff, but Aaron was terrific. Now, the night we had the horse husbands get together was the night before this event happened and I got to tell you, he and we talked about some serious stuff and some funny stuff. He never gave on, but he looked awful smug that night. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, he well the funny thing is, so he actually had other plans and they got befuddled because of the excursions. So uh he actually was we went on this excursion that was the tubing to the blue hole. Oh yes. And yeah. When you read the description, it was like, you're going to take a leisurely tubing excursion down a white river, see some historical sites, and then you're going to have lunch. And then we're going to hang out at this blue hole where you can explore caves and waterfalls and everything else under the sun. Well, when they, the end, also our boat was late. So even though we are first time cruisers, so we have no idea what these excursions are all about. The excursion was not as described. They trucked us to the blue hole and what you do is they suit you up in these vests and helmet and all you're doing is you jump off of three waterfalls and then they load you back up all soaking wet back into a van to drive another 45 minutes to another location and so it was like, boom, boom, boom. And then we had to be able to be back on the boat, even though apparently the boat wasn't going to leave without us, but being first time cruisers and the boat is literally leaving in 15 minutes. We were like trying to rush to get back to the boat. And so that was all we were thinking about was this whole time. And it was so funny because he proposed the last night after we had all been get to, got together, watched hero and everything else under the sun And he proposed that very last night before departure. And I was super excited and everything like that. And then he had to explain that he actually went diving in those blue holes with the ring. Oh, no. (laughs) Was trying to figure out when he could do it at any other point. But because we're just being herded the entire time, there was no real chance. Not a lot of romance there. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then it was. When we went through security, he went through or I went through and I was holding all of our stuff and then he like fell back and then grabbed another lady's towel. And I was like, Hey, that's not our towel. And the lady's like, it's fine. It's so fine. And I was like, and then I'm like, come on. And I just turned to go run back to the school boat. And that's when he actually, because security wouldn't let him go through the checkpoint with it in his pocket. He hid it in a lady's towel. She, they were kind of like in on this whole thing. And I, didn't, I, I was unaware of all of this going on behind me.
0: Well, and then, so he proposed to you. And I got to tell you, I don't know where he found the ring. But this, th- describe the ring, because I've never seen an engagement ring like this.
3: Oh, my gosh. And so it's it's amazing, because when I open the box, when you look down, it and so I got super excited He's like no 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 look at it and I take it out of the box and if you hold it up the side profile it is two very detailed horses that are kind of like rearing levading holding up the diamond ring
2: it I mean, is ridiculous I've never seen anything <laughs> like this in my entire life
3: I know i was I'm like oh my god it has horses on it like full on horses
0: Well, congratulations. I haven't been able to congratulate you in person. You guys had so much fun on the cruise. I'm I'm speaking for you, but I was with you every day. So, I mean, they, Jamie... They were the best. You will also win the best dressed award, both of you, for the cruise. There's no question about that. <laughs> they were dolled up every night. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, she's got to have some place to wear those fancy clothes. Exactly.
3: So that'll be the next, the last time I will probably, if we have a chance, in another ten years. Well, I guess maybe for now for a wedding. I was yeah, there you go. go.
2: <laughs> so, so you had no idea he was going to propose to you at all. Like, I mean, seven years, weren't you? Like, what? The fuck is going on? <laughs> like why are we what I know No, it's kind of a weird thing. It's one of those things where he's married and
3: divorced and has kids and I've never wanted kids or anything, so that's not a problem. And then it was like we kinda had these discussions, he was like, I was kinda burned once and I really don't wanna like go through that again and so it was one of those things where I love the man. I'm not you know, I'm not going anywhere else. And so if he didn't wanna be married, I was gonna compromise to that's just what we were going to do. Not get married. But apparently yeah, that's changed. Apparently.
2: <laughs> yes. I mean, that's incredible. And and so so I, I backing up to the story of my engagement. I went on a vacation with Chad and he waited till the very last night to propose to me. And I remember I was like, I was so pissed. I was like, seriously, we've been walking through this beautiful town. You haven't found, we're at the top of the Eiffel Tower and you didn't propose then. And it's like a running joke that I'm mad about him proposing because like, He strung me along on this two-week European vacation, like, making me wait the whole time. And I was like, all my friends were like, oh, my God, he's going to propose to you. And I was like, oh, my God, he's not. Like, I'm going to go home and have to answer to all my friends. Like, oh, my God, he didn't propose. And then he proposes in last night. like, where have you been? Like, you could have made this so much better. I could have been engaged in Europe, not waiting to be proposed to in Europe and miserable. And so were you at all like, why didn't he do it at the beginning? Well, I was kind of, I actually said, I was like, Well, you mean you could
3: have done it in front of... He's like, because we're not, like, super social on social media or go crazy or whatnot and stuff like that. And so he was like... I was like, you didn't do it in front of, like, our friends that we met and the crews and everything? Because he's like, I didn't want to do it in in front of a bunch of people. And I was like, well, but they know us, at least. It's not like (laughs) we're be complete strangers. I think by
0: the end of this week, we all knew each other pretty well.
3: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So he was just not sure and everything, because his plan was defuddled. And so... He was a little dejected. And so it's He's okay. He's a sweet was guy.
0: Bright. He's a sweet guy. And yeah. I did just the opposite. I took Jennifer away on a trip, planned to do it later in the trip, proposed immediately because I couldn't wait any longer. Oh. So <laughs> I was just the opposite.
2: Aww. <laughs> yeah. Hey, get it over with, man. Yeah. Get it over with. That was with.
0: part of it, too, actually. Uh, well congratulations to you both. Uh, I think Thank you. I, uh, you guys I mean you were there's no question you were a couple. I mean there's no question about that And uh, we enjoyed spending the whole week with you and for the auditors that heard earlier in the show, I mentioned OB brought scooters' kinky pony. This is the Obi, the broad yeah. scooters, kinky pony. I have the bottle um, right it's... here on my desk. So <laughs> yeah. it's empty, but <laughs> I still have it. Yeah. Kicked my awesome. butt. That's for sure. <laughs> do we remember who and... ca- do we remember who came up with the drink in the first place? I did. You did yeah. originally. She did. Okay. Yeah. She's the one. Right. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were the did, one or I you just piggybacked the, on the, on that. Well, thank you for that. It was fun to finally have the drink. I didn't want to spend the hundred dollars to actually make it, so it was fun. There to, you go. It was fun to not have it. Georgia. And and thank you for not getting caught and arrested on your way with twelve bottles of liquor. <laughs> <in>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. Being that you and I met at Flag Is Up Farm, they do weddings at Flag Is Up. So oh you know God. we could. We could meet
3: there mm, that's again. That's
0: pushing the horse husband there right we there.
3: Go. <laughs> I don't know. He got me a horsey ring, and he accepts all my horse craziness. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> Just
0: that's keep going. We are
3: definitely not church wedding people.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, love well, thank, it. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate it.
3: Thank you guys so much. It was so much fun. All, all so right, congratulations. You know, see later. Thank you. <laughs>
0: coolest things happen or because of our because of our community. You know, with our community, it's so cool. It's just neat.
2: Well, we that, just it's fun that we get to be people doing a podcast and we get to live our life of our listeners as well, which is really awesome.
0: I'll post a picture of the ring uh, from its side profile with the ponies. I'll post that in the show notes for today so you all get to see it. But it was it was a lot of fun. Good times. All right, now I got to get back to work though. And you do too. So, uh, you have to get, well, yeah, you have to get back to training horses. You've been sloughing. Yeah.
2: Out. And then trying to figure out how to deal with, I'm going to put out some more mud grids today. That's <laughs> what <I'm gonna> do.
0: <laughs> all right. We'll see everybody. All right. Bye. Congratulations. You
1: made it through another post show. Thank you for all your support. Now go ride your horse.